Breakout stretch pass. Carlson left wing shoots. He scores. William Carlson. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Now brought out by the Knights. Here they go. Left side, Yanmark. Put it out in front for Wah. Kick save. Rebound. Score. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Hey, we're back. We're on the air. Did you miss us? It's been a while, a little bit of a hot minute uh, since we've been on the air with the VGK Insider Show due to uh, all the happenings with the Vegas Golden Knights on that East Coast road trip. Uh, looking forward to it today. Uh, Derek Anglin's going to join us in a couple of minutes. We'll talk about uh, what's happened on this uh, road trip that's exactly 500 with one more game to go. Uh, plenty going on in and around the National Hockey League. Uh, we'll uh, chat with Jackie Redmond from the NHL Network about the uh, situations in Edmonton and New York. Uh, one is slightly controversial. The other one is a celebration. And we'll also uh, dial up uh, Brian McCormick from the uh, Henderson Silver Knights and discuss uh, what's happening with the uh, Henderson Silver Knights as some um, great news coming down uh, the pipe uh, from the American Hockey League team. It's the Fox Sports uh, Las Vegas uh, VGK Insider Show uh, from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studio. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the... And today we are on location having some fun uh, over at uh, Finley Volkswagen in the Valley Auto Mall. And uh, we are uh, dialed into uh, what's happening in around here. There's some uh, cars just moved off a lot uh, as I drove in today and uh, gathered my stuff out of the vehicle. So uh, plenty of inventory, plenty of good stuff. Uh, we invite you to check us out over at uh, Finley Volkswagen uh, in the Valley Auto Mall. Uh, we uh, are going to reflect on what's gone on with the Vegas Golden Knights over the last uh, couple of days since we've had an opportunity to chat with you and a 1-1 and one road trip uh, through the course of uh, stops in Washington, uh, through a stop in Carolina, and also a game against the uh, Florida Panthers. And uh, that is a game in which uh, the uh, Florida Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights played a pretty entertaining hockey game last night. But uh, one thing they all have in common is very close games. And this is the toughest statistical road trip that the Vegas Golden Knights have ever faced. Every opposition over uh, 700 uh, points percentage. And the shutout against Washington uh, was a real boost because it was the first time all year that Vegas has been uh, able to score uh, a victory without uh, putting more than uh, two goals or uh, less than two goals uh, on the board. So that was huge with Robin Leonard going out. And then the bonus point against the Carolina Hurricanes uh, fell on their lap. And they had three points in the first two games. And then comes the game against the Florida Panthers, which despite a team that uh, hasn't won a series since 1996 when they went to the Stanley Cup final, Florida is in that category of teams to watch for. They've been coming for a couple of years now. And this may be the best opportunity that they have to get over the hump. And uh, that game last night was a real good grinding game. Uh, the, the Golden Knights managed to score first. Uh, the Florida Panthers tie it on a shorthanded goal. We can get into the uh, situation and the debate over the uh, penalty that was called against the Florida Panthers that Mark Stone and uh, uh, some uh, people thought that uh, should have been a penalty shot. Uh, but the the winning goal occurred in the in the second period, and essentially, if you take away the empty netters, and uh, for this purpose, uh, we'll certainly do that. Uh, it was it was another one goal game. Three great games, three fun games three competitive games. Uh, Pete DeBoer talked today about it being playoff-type hockey, but 
I don't want people to misunderstand what Pete was talking about there and referencing. It wasn't intensity. Nothing compares to playoff hockey. It's certainly not a game, no matter uh, how feisty it is uh, in, the, in the middle of January, is going to be compared to playoff hockey. What he was dialing up uh, was the fact that it was competitive, tight, and two really good teams. And that's what you had in the Washington game. That's what you had in Carolina. And that's certainly what you got out of the game against the Florida Panthers. And uh, Vegas has been uh, on both sides of the, of the positives uh, of, of that line. Uh, really good against Washington. And got some great goaltending. Uh, a little looser up against the Carolina Hurricanes and found a way to win. And uh, last night uh, created some good chances. Missed the net a lot, didn't connect a lot when they had those good looks or those uh, those opportunities in transition or on the power play. But the the zone or the potential was certainly there, and it was a hard-fought game. And, and when you're competitive in, in that environment, and I think that's what uh, Pete DeBoer is, is talking about uh, when he says a pl- playoff-type hockey, uh, and, and you're in those close games, uh, he's, he's got to be impressed uh, with, with what's, what's happened in that scenario. Like Vancouver went through this road trip a couple of weeks ago and got drilled. Uh, the, the, the Calgary Flames, uh, who are, are filling the net uh, uh, with a grain shovel right now, uh, had a real difficult time on this road trip. So Vegas 1-1-1 one, 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 uh, has to be happy going into tomorrow's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Could it be better? I think they deserved better last night. Uh, I think they they were fortunate to pick up a point against the Carolina Hurricanes, but they deserved better last night. Does that even out? Probably. But uh, 1-1-1 is is a really solid mark at this point of the road trip. Now you have an opportunity to go above 500 tomorrow. And you face the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. You also consider yourself to be a Stanley Cup contender and arguably a favorite. There's an opportunity there, and I, I don't like to use the term statement games, but it will probably fall underneath that, but closer to it than uh, I, I would normally get to. There's a, there's a real chance there for Vegas in the final game of this homestand against Tampa Bay to make some noise uh, with with this road trip and come back above 500. Let's bring in the VGK analyst and former Vegas Golden Knight defenseman uh, Derek Englund, who joins us on the VGK Insider Show as we broadcast live from Finley Volkswagen in the Valley Automall. Uh, D, how are you, bud? I'm doing great. How about you? Uh, doing really good. Good. Very good. Uh, talk to me about uh, what you've seen on this road trip. Oh, uh, well, uh, where to start? I think you know it got off to a good good start. To, uh, anytime you can shut out Washington, um, you know I thought uh, Lenny was really good, uh, and um, the PK was phenomenal to hold those guys without a a goal is is a is a hard task, and and they did it. And you know you go to Carolina, and I thought once again Brassard was really good, and. Um, you know they, they they battled back against a team that uh, uh, is a top of the league like that. They down two goal deficit twice in the game. It's uh, you know they never they never uh, gave up uh, and kept battling. And then you know last night I thought uh, you know it's a good hot 
a hard-fought battle. It's, you know, 2-1 game, basically. You know, two empty netters, can't really count those. But um, a 2-1 game to another one of the top teams. You know, this is a hard road trip, and to be 1-1-1, one, one, and one, you know, I could think of uh, other road trips that uh, aren't as hard that you don't have that good of a record against. So, um with one more game to go, uh, they come back with a win on Tampa Bay. Uh, I think that's an extremely successful road trip coming out of that. Derek Engel chatting with us. Uh, he'll be on the television side of the Vegas Golden Knights broadcast tomorrow. Pre-game show on Fox Sports Las Vegas is 3 o'clock for the game against uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, there are a couple of players that, uh, that I do want to get your uh, opinion on. Uh, some of them have just come off injury or COVID. Uh, others have been there for a while, and uh, Shea Theodore is is front and center. There's there's been a couple of wow plays, and I'll go back to the Montreal game before the road trip started. Uh, certainly uh, against Washington and Carolina, and then last night uh, made two plays where it's just uh, whether it's uh, confidence, whether it's aggressiveness, uh, or a combination of both, but. It looks to me like he's playing his best offensive hockey of the year. How do you see it? I, I agree. I think, um, you know, you're almost, uh, I can remember him in the bubble and he was an absolute dominant force out there. Um, making plays, making, doing it all by himself type things. And, you know, I can kind of see that form coming back into his game. Uh, you know, a guy like that. Uh, I can't say he had a slow start. He still was putting up points and stuff, but he's really starting to take over games and be that dominant force that uh, that uh, you know he was going to be um, coming into the season. Almost like he's asserting himself. And when I think of Shea Theodore, the first thing that jumps to mind is his skating stride and zone exits and, and transition offense. All the plays that have made my jaw drop open in the last week and a half have come inside the offensive zone making plays either all up on top of, of the goal line or down low on the wall and that's that's just a an added part of his game it's always been there but he's just taking control of it uh, what makes what makes him able to do that at that particular time uh, is it just the moment of the day uh, feeling confident or is there a switch that that it, that is switched in professional athletes I think, um, you know, he's got the, like you said, the skating ability to get out of situations on his own. He doesn't have to, you know, if it was me, I just dump the puck in and, and let the forwards go to work. And, you know, he's making, making moves. You look at the, uh, the one on the blue line with Ovechkin. He, he's doing that so much now. And, you know, obviously you can credit his skating and all that as puck handling. But, um, for me, I think confidence when, you can see his confidence has been raising over the last couple months here. And when he's playing with confidence, he's going to make those moves, you know, more times than not and, and be successful with them. So uh, the more confident he is, the more I think you'll see that stuff. Derek Anglin chatting with us. Uh, do you think there's any type of inner challenge with Shea with Alex Petrangelo on this team? I don't know if there's any inner challenge. I think he probably can learn. You know, Petro's been around for a long time. Um, won it all. You know, he plays both ends of the ice. So I think it's a good guy um, he can lean on for, you know, I don't think 
I can't say Petro doesn't have his skill. He doesn't have his skill set. He's very skilled, but um, Theo has that skill set that not many guys have, the skating, the hands, everything like that. They're but different think, players, right? They're, they're, they're yeah, different. They're, they're definitely different, but I think, you know, if I look at Theo, I'm not surprised he's making those moves. What I'm surprised is he's, his defensive game, I think, has got better um, since Petro has been in the line, like in the in Vegas, and um, you know I can go off to his, his thing. You know, it's a good guy to mold your game around, and I think uh, Theo's game defensively has gotten much better too. How is Petro's uh, influence on on Shea, if that is the case? Uh, how has it made Shea better defensively? I, I think just seeing the success Petro's had over the years for for year in and year out, he's always talked about one of the top defensemen and you know I think he could just you know Theo's getting older not older but you know he's 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 maturing he's a veteran guy on the blue line as well but you know I, I don't know a hockey guy that doesn't want to be better all around in his game and you know that's a good guy to mold your game you know that's the closest guy on the team with your kind of skill set and if if he's looking at his game comparing it to Petro's that's the one area that he can improve that and become a guy like Petro, that 200-foot complete player, and, and I think Theo's on his way there. What was your reaction when you saw Petrangelo single-handedly defend that two-on-one yesterday by taking control of both guys? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a skill, you know. You got Lenny, Lenny back there. You know, I'm, I'm probably favoring the pass more, a little bit more. Yeah. and letting Lenny have the shot, but, uh, you know, he seems to be able to do it uh, both jobs at once. Uh, Mark Stone is over a point per game. Uh, you've got Max Pacioretty back. Uh, the money line is reunited. How long does it take somebody like Stone and and Pacioretty a little different because he missed the, the 10 games uh, until that line can be back up and running, realistically? Well, last time he came back, it was one game, and he started a huge streak. So, I know. Um, maybe two games, I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he can uh, get his feet under him. It's, uh, you know, I, I think he had chances. That whole line had chances last game, but uh, Buck just didn't go in. It's one of those nights. But, um, you know, you can rebound from that, and I'm sure they're going to be uh, bearing down a little bit more uh, tomorrow night. Guys don't talk about ice very often. But it was mentioned a couple of times last night as we chat with Derek Anglin, former VGK defenseman, uh, television analyst uh, on AT&T Sportsnet. He'll be working tomorrow's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Max Pacioretty during the intermission uh, cited it, uh, the conditions in Florida last night. And then uh, post-game, it was brought up on a couple of occasions. What's the worst ice you've ever played on? Um, Florida's always bad, just the humidity and when it's hot there and, uh, you know, you go there and in uh, the fall or the spring, it's, it's getting pretty hot and uh, it's always chippy and slushy and, you know, that, uh, but, uh, you know, elsewhere, I'd say Calgary wasn't, uh, wasn't great when I was up there. The puck bounced a lot up there and, um, you know, it's just one of those things you got to battle through. Both teams are playing on the ice, uh, you know, it's it's just one of those things that uh, you got to deal with. Um, you know, you can't control it. It's, you know, it's probably brought up more than it needs to be. But um, you know, both teams are playing on it at the end of the day. Yeah, and and I wouldn't focus on it uh, as much as I have here. 
except for it was uh, a topic of conversation on a couple of different uh, occasions last night. Uh, when, when you say the puck bounces, because all the pucks are frozen, we know that. They're in the little fridge in the, in the timekeeper's box or the penalty box. Uh, they come out. Um, so I, I don't know whether you have an answer to this, but uh, if the pucks are frozen, uh, what, what makes them bounce? Uh, is it just chippy ice or, or slushy ice? It is. I think chippy ice and stuff, the temperature and the rink, you know, maybe the pucks defrost a little quicker, which causes, mm. you know, not to be as frozen. But um, I think it's just a lot of factors. You know, ice quality, places, different places are going to have better ice than others. And just because the uh, the weather and the and humidity and all that, and, you know, every rink, you know, you look at Florida, Tampa Bay, all those teams, when I was in Pittsburgh, you know, they'd bring in everyone they could to try to make the ice the best because at the time I was in Pittsburgh, they had two of the best players in the world who are still. Um, so they want good ice for those guys. So everyone's trying to get the ice good, but, you know, you can't can't always battle the elements. And um, like I said, you just got to bear down a little bit more and hopefully it doesn't bounce around on you. Uh, I was uh, one of those that uh, always said, just just play the way it lies. Oh, the old Robert the Green thing. But when when the puck stopped on Shea Theodore with the net empty last night, I was like, okay, that's that's a bit extreme. When when the puck won't even slide. Uh, tomorrow night against the Tampa Bay Lightning, it's a uh, three o'clock uh, pregame show start on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Four o'clock puck drop with Gary Lawless and Dan Duva. Uh, just a, a thought on going up against the Tampa Bay Lightning. In a, in a way, it's good because you get the day off going into uh, the game against the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions, but also the end of the road trip, and you got to face that uh, juggernaut uh, of a team. How do you size it up? Yeah, well, first, the, the feel thing when it stops on them, uh, you know it's the ice because when uh, – who scored the goal there? Uh, Marchman. Um, Marchman. Uh, it stuck on him, too, and he almost missed it yes. before he put it in the net. So it, you can tell it's uh, you know ice situation there. Hey, but uh, Do you remember when you so were younger, some pucks would have stickers on them? And, oh, and you'd yeah. almost, almost have to take the sticker off because it wouldn't slide. That's almost that oh, yeah. was the first thing I thought of last night. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know I, I like to blame the ice a little more because <laughs> I didn't have the skill set, but uh, you know it's uh, it's definitely an issue in places. But uh, I guess getting to Tampa though, um, yeah, that's a that's going to be a big game. Um, you know, another uh, say another measuring stick. Uh, you know, both teams are going to want to feel each other out. Uh, you know, they're two top teams in the league over the last few years, and um, Tampa's two cups in a row. So, you know, the Knights are going to come out firing and give them everything they got. And uh, they're going to need everyone uh, up and down the lineup, all four lines, six, six D, and uh, and whoever's playing the net. So uh, it's, it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a fun game to watch. I can't wait to see if there's any more returns uh, tomorrow uh, with uh, Pacioretty and Riley Smith coming back uh, last night. We'll see you in Studio 31 tomorrow. Thanks for doing this, buddy. Oh, thank you. See you tomorrow. You bet. Uh, there's Derek England, uh, studio analyst uh, for AT&T Sportsnet, former VGK defenseman. Uh, he will be on the air tomorrow afternoon. 3.30 is the pregame show on the television side. Again, 4 o'clock uh, is the pregame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, uh, the VGK Radio Network, and then Dan Duva and Gary Lawless bring the road trip home starting at 4 o'clock. Uh, Tampa Bay has won six of its last seven, so they're rolling right now. And Vegas has an opportunity to have one of the most successful road trips uh, in a long time. 
and that would be the max now would be five out of eight points. But uh, considering who they've gained back in the lineup since they departed uh, for this road trip after the Montreal game is significant. You've gone from a, a patchwork uh, lineup against Montreal to being just one or two players off your lineup. And Alec Martinez is uh, on the road with this team. Will he get the tap uh, for tomorrow's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning? Because the top two lines are back together with Pacioretty, Stone, and Stevenson. The Misfits have been reunited. You've got that great third line uh, with uh, with Nick Waugh, Matias Janmark, Evgeny Dodonov. And the fourth line uh, has uh, has uh, settled in. And, and I'm excited to see what that line can do with Keegan Kolsar, uh, Nolan Patrick, uh, uh, and Will Carrier, because that line has an opportunity. Uh, how good and, and how much progress has Vegas made over the last couple of days? The best line, at least the most productive line of this road trip, was the half line, and that was Howden, Amadio, and Patrick. Uh, they were really good in the first uh, two games, the victory over Washington and the OT loss against the Carolina Hurricanes. And with players becoming available and the, and the stars being back in the lineup, you had to take two of those guys out in, in Howden and Amadio yesterday. And it wasn't even, you can't argue that. That's, that's the logical decision. And there's 32 coaches in the National Hockey League that would make that exact same decision. But it gives you an idea of how much depth that the Golden Knights uh, have created here with this team and acquired uh, with, uh, with the likes uh, of uh, Howden and and Amadio, but also uh the the idea that uh, that that depth has has turned into uh real quality uh producers uh, of this team so one 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 to start the road trip with the game against the tampa bay lightning uh, to come we'll take a break we'll continue uh we'll have uh, jackie redmond join us from the nhl network in just a little bit uh, on the other side uh, a little bit of uh, league news to talk about uh, a couple of controversial things it's been so long since we talked i got a, a few things uh, on the list to get to in an hour number two uh, brian mccormick from the henderson silver knights uh, they have a big game uh this uh evening and then tomorrow uh, night so uh we'll get into that a little bit and some great news around the organization and of course one-timers and news and notes from around the National Hockey League all that uh, coming up uh, in uh, the next uh, 90 minutes or so here on Fox Sports Las Vegas we broadcast live from Finley Volkswagen the Valley Auto Mall this is the VGK Insider Show we're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas 98.9 FM and 1340 AM How many takes it took for him to do that? Chapman, I, I see what you did there. A little patience. Yeah, yeah. From what Pete DeBoer had to say today? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard him talking. Well, credit to David it, Shane for it. for bringing it up. But yeah, I... Can you whistle? Not this good. No, but can you whistle? A little bit, yeah. Give me an idea. Come on. Let's go. That's pretty good. That's good. That's that's really good. It's okay. Give me credit. Oh well, thank you. Where I've never you, I've like, never actually whistled into a microphone before. That was kind of strange. Wherever they wrote that song with the whistling, intended to be part of it, or whether it just was one of those studio. Yeah, I, walkouts. I, it's Guns and Roses, so I want to feel like it was just kind of impulsive. Like Axel was just like, you know what? Yeah, the hell, I'm going to yeah. whistle before this song. 
Uh, did you see, um, talking about uh, making it up as you go along and just uh, organically coming up with something, Trevor Zegras pulled off the Michigan goal, the lacrosse goal last night against the Montreal Canadiens. And again, it, it occurs in a game that's a, that's a close game. So this isn't garbage time by Zegras, who earlier this year made headlines with the uh, flip of the puck behind the net to Sonny Milano for the Zegras goal, even though he didn't score it. This time he actually put the puck in the net. Uh, the reaction continues to be very positive about these kind of goals. The naysayers do have a voice. Those that are traditionalists or say that he's showing up a team or wait till the Stanley Cup playoffs roll around and try and do that, we'll see what happens. They still have uh, the opportunity and uh, the ability to make some noise, but I really like the reaction from around our sport to embracing that kind of play. Well, you're getting people to talk about the sport, which is always a good thing. I mean, there, there was a period of time where I think unless you were a hockey purist or a big hockey fan, like I want to say like the early parts of the 2000s, it, it was kind of a sport that was a niche sport, you know, and it, it had its traditions and its ways. But I think now, because of the, the newer generation, the guys like Zegras, the guys like Sebastian Ajo and Sveshnikov and, and, and guys who like McDavid who are adding a little bit of flash and substance to the game and just so good about it, I think it's becoming a lot more mainstream. And maybe we live in a bubble here in Las Vegas because obviously we're surrounded by it. But I feel like a lot more of my friends across the country are talking about the sport now more so than maybe five, ten years ago. You know what helps it out? I'll tell you right now. ESPN is, is no, 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 no. Like TikTok, yes. Instagram, uh, the 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 reels, and you you see people creating these types of plays in, in their driveways or on the ball hockey rinks or the mini rinks, trying these plays and doing them, and putting them up on uh, on these various social media sites. And, and that gets people excited. It's always cool to see people do, in, in various sports, really out there types of plays. And then it translates into a goal in competition. And, and there's a meeting uh, in the middle on that. So the younger generation uh, that, that is all about the social media and watching it, it gets to see it in, in a real uh, positive light in competition. Well, yeah, and I, and I think... People have become a lot more in tune because of social media. You know, a, a play like that, you can see it 30 times on Twitter in a matter of an hour maybe. Where did you see it first last night? How did you find out about the Zegers school? I just now heard about it now. So I haven't seen it, but um, I'm going to... Well, there goes that theory. Well, well, no, big, but I've been kind of laying low on social media the last couple of days as well. So um i i will have to take a look and see um well, I you haven't been lying low on social media you've been lying low for yeah. you to to not know about the zebra's goal last <laughs> night you've been uh under the rock with the drapes pulled yeah i i probably have been uh went out to dinner last night with my wife so uh um you know i i, I wasn't really paying attention much when i got home and i i watched the uh replay of the golden knights game and uh well, take a look at it right now. Dial okay, it up. so it, so it because, was against the Canadians. Was against Canadians. So just just Zegers lacrosse okay. goal or Michigan goal, you'll, you'll be fine. But the the one oh, thing about the one oh, thing about wow. this goal okay. is, uh, it is, it's a great goal, and I don't. I'm, this is not meant to take anything away from what Trevor Zegers did last night, but my men's league team played last night, and a couple of guys 
tried and were successful, Harrison being one of them, uh, in converting that type of lacrosse play goal during our scrub time to before the game started, little, little during the warm-up. They had more pressure on them while they were just goofing around before a 940 men's league game than Trevor Zegers did from the Montreal Canadiens. There was, <laughs> there was no attempt either before, during, or after by the Montreal Canadiens to stop him from doing that. Yeah, I, the, the passiveness of that defending was ridiculously soft. Yeah, I just watched the, 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 the highlight, and there was so much space that I think Zegers could have landed a 747 on the ice behind and, the net. Because and don't look at bef- when he scores. Look at before he scores. He's got so much time to, no to resistance. think about that. Pick up the puck and, and flip it in. It's, it's the pressure at the point where he scoops the puck where you're going to cause any disruption in that play. Once he's got it on a stick, it's fair game. <laughs> but but you you got to be able to make him think twice about scooping the puck and, and Montreal had nothing they're pretty near him yeah it was it was it, now that i've seen it i'm like wow that's well i mean it's montreal i mean they they've kind of it seems like they've kind of thrown in the towel and it looked like they they had zero interest in in well, playing well they shouldn't be rolling in the towel cuz they've got a new general manager uh, and a uh, new hockey operations group, and they could soon have a new coach, and they better get their act Was that gear. their it, first game back home? Uh, I don't know whether it was uh, first game back home. Because I think when they played here, it was, what, their eighth of ten straight on the road? So yeah, it was, it, uh, it's possible. but It doesn't, it doesn't uh, matter. Like, that, show that, up, guys. Jeez. That was just uh, very disappointing from, uh, from a National Hockey League level of pressure against a guy that you know has got that skill. And there's got to be a person, and, and Buffalo was the same thing. Nobody went after him behind the net. Now, it's hard to predict that he was going to flip the puck over the cage and, and into the crease, and Sonny Milano's going to bang it home. But do you want to be on all the highlight shows and on Instagram and YouTube and uh, uh, the such uh, over and over? Because you weren't strong enough to defend, there's got to be a, a pride factor. I'd... Well, and it seems like, as you mentioned, new general manager. That's the kind of stuff that will make the new general manager not want you to be part of this team in the future. The celebration, though, was the, the best. It was like there was twenty one thousand people at Bell Center last night, and there were none. <laughs> he was he was Trevor Zegras was celebrating with those tarps like I've never seen somebody <laughs> celebrate. Usually, it's tarps off. Yeah. Yesterday was tarps on uh, at, the, at the Bell Center. We're going to take a break, come back with uh, Jackie Redmond from the NHL Network as we continue in uh, this Friday afternoon on Fox Sports Las Vegas, uh, broadcasting live from Finley Volkswagen in the Valley Auto Mall. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. My partner is on assignment, Darren Millard, on location today at Finley Volkswagen in the Valley Auto Mall, VGK Insider Show, making our way through our number one. Two hours of hockey talk in the Las Vegas Valley every day with you. Uh, we are so fortunate, and uh, we really appreciate uh, you listening every day. We're looking forward to uh, a bit of a, uh, a celebration of the game, first ever that the All-Star Game is going to come to Las Vegas next weekend, and uh, I'm 
pleased to be able to tell you that additional tickets have been released for the All-Star Weekend. Uh, that has just been uh, sent to me uh, in the last little bit. So Vegas fans, uh, if you would like to, you can uh, purchase ticket packages for the entire weekend. That's the skills competition and the All-Star game uh, Friday night and Saturday afternoon. Just go to vgk.com. I-O slash All-Star 22. I'll give you that number uh, and that web address uh, a couple of times uh, throughout this show. Uh, but you can uh, get involved and be in the rink and cheer on Alex Petrangelo and Mark Stone and the representatives of the Vegas Golden Knights, including uh, Pete DeBoer, next Friday and Saturday. But All-Star Weekend festivities really do take uh over uh, the the entire week. Uh, we've got national media coming in, and there's all kinds of things happening at the uh, Las Vegas Convention Center, and we are uh, going to be tracking uh, this is from my from Wednesday night, Thursday, uh, all the way through to Sunday, uh, the mascot competition. How will Chance do against uh, Gritty in some of these? There's actually a, uh, a, a fashion contest with the with the mascots, believe it or not. Uh, there are autograph signings, Hall of Fame display, uh, see all the trophies. It's going to be uh, a lot of fun with the NHL All-Star Weekend coming to uh, Las Vegas in uh, just uh, under uh, a week as we uh, look forward to this. And uh, Jackie Redmond from the NHL Network uh, and the NHL Now. You can uh, watch her every weekday at 1 o'clock. Are you coming out to Vegas for the for the big shindig? Oh, you know I am. I'm going nice. to have to get you up for a list of recommendations. That's going to be my first order of business when I, when I get off this show is to remind myself, ask Darren Millard for Vegas recommendations. <laughs> Well, you know me well enough to know that I I attend all the hot spots. Nothing says party yes. like party hard, Mr. Millard. Yeah, like dinner spots. Like you got to know the lay of the land. That's the thing. And I haven't been to Vegas since the final um, in 2018, I believe. And I was, you know, I was in a new job. I was just trying to hunker down and do a good job. So I didn't really like. I didn't experience as much as I would as. at as a girl going into her fifth season with NHL Network. So now I feel like, you know, I can have a dinner here and there. I can I can relax a little bit. Oh, screw that. You can pull an all-nighter now. <laughs> I love it. You you totally do. Hey, that, that first year that you were at the NHL Network, correct me if I'm wrong, were you not in Vegas for the uh, trade deadline? No, I was nope. in L.A., Oh, that's where it was. I remember because yes. because you, you were on our show uh, when I was uh, at Sportsnet, and we would we would throw out to you yes. every now and then. And I and I just remember thinking, like it's five a.m. We were on the air at eight a.m. Eastern time. Oh, five a.m. She's early. standing in an empty rink, and I couldn't remember whether it was Vegas or L.A. So uh, I think that, Vegas, that... maybe Vegas was there playing L.A. that day. Mm-hmm. Yes, they were. They were because remember, um, Vegas had gotten Ryan Reeves. Not mm. on trade deadline day, but leading up. And I interviewed Ryan Reeves that day. I think. There you go. See, uh, memory, sir. Steel traps, you and I. Steel <laughs> traps. Uh, yeah. what, you guys, uh, you guys talk about Zegers at all today on the show? Oh my gosh! Did we ever? Of course. You had to look at every Michigan goal that's been scored in the NHL. <laughs> Only three guys have done it. Sveshnikov did it twice, and decide like which one was the best. But yeah, Trevor Zegers is—he's a show. He's an absolute show in and of himself. I think he loves the spotlight, and I love that he loves the spotlight, and he's going to bring that show to Vegas, and I think that's an amazing call by the league to say, you know what, we're going to have this breakaway challenge. we got to get the showtime players in that challenge, and so uh, I'm glad that he's, he's going to be headed to Vegas in a week uh, so he can show off his skill 
to all the people that maybe, you know, don't always stay up late to watch the Ducks games. They'll be watching All-Star Weekend, and he is certainly a, a big draw, that's for sure. Did you see Svechnikov's tweet back uh, to Trevor Zegras? I did. I did. Who's How good do is it that? I think it's so funny, and I love that we, we are you know covering this game at a time where we see these interactions online, on Twitter, um, whether it's Brad Marchand chirping Vinny Trocek or Svechnikov giving Trevor Zegris props. I love that stuff, but something tells me Svechnikov, who's already done it a couple of times, I think, like, dude's going to go for the 3 P, right? Oh, it has to. But he's, he's got to yeah. put some extra spin on it because Zegers, is, he might have a little bit of an edge because he's done the flipper and the, the, the Michigan goal. So yes. I, I feel like there's something coming from a Sveshnikov standpoint of just being able to raise the bar. Yeah, I think, like, this is this is kind of like the time that we live in now, right? Like, with with the internet, and it's like all these guys can see exactly what everyone else around the league is doing, and I think there's definitely, like, a one-upmanship, you know? Like, um, Jack Hughes, um, earlier in the year, like, throwing his stick into the crowd for the overtime selly, and then I think it was Trevor Zegers that did it in a game down the road after he scored a game-winner in overtime. So I definitely think that there's, like, this, like, inner... Um, this, like, swag competition, if you will, of, like, who can score the nicest goal? Who can pull off, like, the craziest moves? Jackie Redmond's with us uh, on the VGK Insider Show. She's from the uh, NHL Network and NHL Now. You can watch her every weekday, 1 o'clock Pacific time. I talked to Jack uh, a couple of weeks after that stick toss uh, because uh, he was on the on the Chirp podcast, and he, he admitted that the next time he scored in overtime, he didn't do it. And he got chirped for it. Like, people were sour that he didn't throw his stick. And he, he was asking, like, what do you think I should do? I'm like, dude, harpoon the thing into the seats or yeah. helicopter. Let's, let's go. Yeah, like, that's your thing now, bro. Like, you got to do it. Like, you got to do it for the fans. Like, someone's going to walk home with your game-winning goal stick in overtime. Like, you're just, you're just giving back to the fans who, who love the game. I think it's an amazing thing, and he should absolutely do it every time he scores in overtime. Here's Svechnikov's tweet uh, last night, and it was in response to the NHL uh, on its account uh, putting out the Trevor Zegers goal. Uh, Svechnikov replies, nice goal, exclamation point. Let's see <laughs> who's going to pull the next one with the, uh, the googly eyes. Uh, that's what I call it, yeah. uh, the, the eyeballs. So he's, he's got something coming. Uh, he's, he's, been, he's been matched. In, in, and the young talent, it's like we, we broke into this business when people were afraid to do stuff like that. And, and now we've got Zegris celebrating in an empty rink like there's 55,000 people there cheering him. <laughs> I know. It's great, isn't it? It's awesome. I think it's so fun. And I think, too, like for people that are new to the game – you know what I mean? It's good for that because if you're not a hockey fan and you see Trevor Zegers doing the Michigan goal, the lacrosse goal, whatever you want to call it, in the highlights because you're just watching a, a regular all-sport included highlight show, like you're like, whoa, what the heck was that? Or you see someone like tossing their stick into the crowd after a game winner. Like, I feel like that draws people into the game. And, and so when players can show personality and do that within the game and then outside of the game, like – it's just the best. I love it. Jackie Redmond's uh, going to be here at the All-Star Weekend in Las Vegas. First time that uh, the Strip gets the NHL All-Star game. What's, what's your favorite event in the skills competition? Ooh, um, okay. So 
back when it was just like accuracy, I think like back in the day when I was a kid, it was always hardest shot. Yeah. Like who's, I just was so intrigued. Like who's going to have the hardest shot? Loved that. Like back when Shea Weber was in it and Chara and those guys. But now like I'm very interested in how the breakaway challenge will be this year. And I did enjoy the, um, I don't know what they called it a couple of years ago in St. Louis, but the shooting from the stands. Yep. Um, I think that's super interesting too. Like switch it up, get creative, like have some fun and see, see what happens. Like I'm, I'm all for like getting innovative and doing other things, but you got to keep some of the classics in there too. Like the accuracy shooting, the fastest skater, although like no one wants to do fastest skaters. Because of Connor McDavid, but uh, yeah, I would guess those would be my answers. What if you could pick one to choose? Not one that you would be best at, but if you could just pick one that you would love to go out and 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 try and and give it a shot. Which one would it be? Oh, it would absolutely be the breakaway challenge. Like if I was, uh, if I like could in my envision, like oh, like my dream scenario, yeah, I'm yeah, absolutely yeah. going out scoring a ridiculous goal and then like absolutely showboating afterwards because like you know me Darren I like the spotlight I would totally want something like that <laughs> yeah you're not coming down and just like trying to roof it uh, short side shelf like in everybody <laughs> no, else in, like, in a regular game Dinorama, like knuckle puck like top cheese like something wild well, all the all the YouTube videos. I was saying this to Chapman in the last segment. Uh, it's it's open it up because the YouTube videos and Instagram, uh, the the people that just do this for fun. Like they're really good at it, and I wonder if it's yeah. raised the bar for some of these some of our athletes. I think so, and I think too. Like you see the impact it has, like in youth hockey, right? Like mm-hmm. this, this when Svechnikov scored the Michigan goal for the first time, it's like all of a sudden, like everyone I know that is involved in youth hockey at a coach from a coaching standpoint, or their kids are playing, or just looking online on Instagram and YouTube, it's like. All of a sudden, all these kids are in practice trying to trying to do the lacrosse goal or trying to do some of the different things. And even with um, with the Zegers to Milano sort of alley oop play um, a few weeks ago, I think you know kids in practice are then trying to do it. And so it's kind of like, uh, oh, if you can do it, I can do it better type of thing. And yeah. I think that because of the internet, it's so much easier to see what different people are doing either in leagues or like tricks shot specialists um, that, that solely do that, like you're alluding to, like Nasher on YouTube is yeah. like famous for being a trick shot specialist. And so I think there's definitely a level of, of um, influence for those types of videos that go viral of some of these people doing crazy things. And then if you can pull it off in a game in the best league in the world, it's like that's immediate, immediate cool points. Her birth name is Jackie Redman, but she now goes by Double Spinorama Knuckle Puck uh, for her, her <laughs> breakaway know. challenge. Don't forget uh, the kids listening to this right now are young adults that are like, what's a knuckle puck? You're like, go watch Mighty Ducks, D2, it'll make sense. Uh, so are you going to get a chance to see a show while you're here? Uh, do, you, do you get any uh, opportunity to do anything outside of uh, an all-nighter and, uh, and a couple of dinners? <laughs> You know what? I didn't know my schedule until legitimately a couple of days ago. Nice. But I believe I'm flying in Thursday. I have Thursday night off. So I'm going to see what's, what's going on Thursday night, and I might try to get something Ooh, in. Good. Because there's always something going on. In fact, do you have any recommendations? Oh, uh, yeah. 
there's uh there's uh, I, I won't go through the list right now but uh send me a text and uh and we'll go there's there's so many great things uh going on in and around the city but there's also like the all-star skills competition that takes place friday jackie is going yeah. to have a couple events uh outside on the strip and they're going oh. to uh they're going to uh do maybe a rehearsal or two uh, on that so it might be some cool things just to be on the strip you might be able to run into a a couple of uh, hockey players see what Steve Mayer from the NHL is doing but they they are taking the game and the skills competition out to the strip uh for for Friday night so that'll be kind of cool there's just a little heads That's up there very cool yeah, yeah. you know uh, Steve Mayer he is you know he's always got something up his sleeve that Steve Mayer he he looks so prim and proper and and nicely yes. dressed and he's and and then he like comes up with these crazy ideas. <laughs> yeah, and Machine Gun Kelly, we saw that today. Oh yeah, so yeah, that's uh, that's very cool too. I, that kind of came out of left field for me. I wasn't expecting that, uh, knowing all the all the acts that are in and around town uh, that that I bump into on a daily basis, Jackie. You know that I'm in the oh, movie. Oh, listen, Machine Gun Kelly, here. maybe Megan Fox will be there. Yeah, I yeah. mean, if that's not a draw, well, <laughs> just, it's, uh, you'll probably run into us uh, Friday night after the skills competition. Machine Gun Kelly, Megan, and Millard uh, all over for dinner. Uh, what a trio! What a trio! <laughs> what a trio! Yeah, one of these doesn't belong. Uh, hey, we'll uh, we'll bump into you next week. But thanks for doing this. Uh, check out Jackie Redman NHL now every day at uh, one o'clock uh, during the week on the NHL Network. Uh, and send me a text, and we'll uh, we'll send you some recommendations. You know I will. Always a blast, Darren. Nice catching awesome. up. Awesome. You too. Uh, I can hear the smile uh, right through the phone with uh, with Jackie Redman. Uh, fun guest as we uh, continue to work our way uh, through two hours of Hockey Talk on the VGK Insider Show. The play of the day I'm going to hold on to. Normally it would be played in this uh, time slot, but we're going to hold on to it into hour number two. But it is a, uh, a milestone goal. Uh, for you uh, that comes uh, from the Vegas Golden Knights side of things. Uh, Brian McCormick from the Henderson Silver Knights on a, a huge bit of news uh, coming out of the American Hockey League organization and one-timers. And I can tell you in one-timers, imagine this. Henrik Lundqvist, Nathan McKinnon, Jonathan Taves, Evander Kane, just to start. And then a strong take on a suspension and the National Hockey League. It's the VGK Insider Show broadcasting live from Finley Volkswagen, the Valley Automall on Fox Sports Las Vegas.